Sunshine, Austin, Texas. This is Roster Watch, bringing you everything fantasy football. Your fantasy football dose this morning. We are thankful this morning. Have a happy Thanksgiving, guys. By the way, I hope you did. Um, we are thankful for Cowboys wins, Longhorns wins. What else are we thankful, guys? To be here with you guys, talking football. Yep. Trying to gear up for fantasy football playoffs, hopefully. That makes me thankful. Folks, we are here. Rosterwatch.com. That was Byron Lambert. I'm here with Alex Dunlap. This is the Trash Man. Hope you're having a good Sunday morning. Y'all want to go ahead and get started, and we'll just take a spin around the fantasy planet like we always do? Let's go ahead and do it. All right, let's do it. This is brought to our listeners by Planet Fitness Austin, planetfitness.com, the judgment-free zone. Uh, they got five great locations here in town. That's where we work out and stay in shape, get our energy for these big days of Sunday football. <laughs> uh, anyways, visit planetfitness.com and find out about their memberships that start at only $10 a month. Uh, something our listeners should know is that we've been just knocking it flat out of the park. In Killing it! The fan- Killing it! Fantasy pros, expert consensus rankings. We're talking the likes of ESPN, Yahoo, CBS, Roto World, Roto NFL.com, Sports w- Illustrated. Every week we are competing against these guys toe-to-toe. 75 of the world's top experts. The last three weeks, we have been consecutive top eight finishes in rankings accuracy. You guys need to listen. Top four last week. Top four Hitting last a monster week. home run, and we've been really solid uh, across all the categories. Anyways, uh, a couple of players that we think we're going to make a little hay on today for our rankings is we are significantly higher than most other experts on Chris Johnson and LeGarrette Blunt in yeah. the Bucks titans matchup today. We really love it. LeGarrette Blunt had a monster last week, breaking six tackles. You guys want to expand <laughs> on, on one this? play? He looked like a <laughs> beast. Yeah, that wasn't in the whole a game. Fifty-four yard run, six tackles broken last year. Last week, LeGarrette Blunt some uh, ankles broken. One hundred thirteen yards and a touch. Uh, the the you know going up against the Titans this week. It's the it's the tenth best running back matchup. Oh, uh, and for the season, and the sixth best over the last five games. So we expect that to continue for LeGarrette Blunt. If you have him on your team. Get him in your lineups, like Byron was saying about CJ. Same deal. Uh, you know the Bucks are the best matchup basically across the board in any position as far as fantasy skill players. So, and we've seen Chris Johnson be pretty good when the matchup presents itself properly, even though he's been underwhelming this year. And then a guy I picked up off of waivers this week in that matchup that I'm hoping starts to fill my deficiency at tight end as I went ahead and got Kellen Winslow. He's been getting a lot of targets lately, a lot of red zone looks. Nine catches last week. Yeah, and it's a pretty good tight end matchup again this week. So we're uh, we would suggest that to all our listeners as well if you're looking for a tight end this week. Matt Hasselbeck's back in there. Matt Hasselbeck is healthy. He's gonna play. His yeah. arm did not fall off. <laughs> so we're, so his, his hair did, and he's thankful for that. Not so thankful for the hair. A thing. guy's arm who did fall off maybe like a month ago <laughs> was Ryan Fitz Peepy arm. <laughs> And he, hey, hey, he's gonna, hey, he's got to be hurting fantasy owners. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so we got a big Amis P shooter now. We got the Amis big division P shooter. <laughs> That's hilarious. The big division matchup today. Uh, this is probably an elimination game for a wild card uh, spot between the Bills and the Jets. Uh, we hate Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fred Jackson's done for the season. Dorian yeah. will tell you all about Johnny White later today in the garbage <laughs> grab. Make sure that you listen for that. Right. Uh, Somebody we like to rebound is Mark Sanchez. 
I yeah. like him this week. I see him putting up a pretty good game. The Bills are a great matchup against quarterbacks, but man, Sanchez, he's been terrible. His accuracy's been terrible. Uh, you know, Dustin Keller and Santonio San Holmes have been con- getting consistently swindled on big plays. Uh, because of his inaccuracy, and but you know I do like him better than Fitzpatrick this week. In the last three weeks, Ryan Fitzpatrick has thrown two touchdowns and seven picks. Hey guys, give us a call here at Roster Watch four four seven ESPN four four seven three seven six or text us at three three seven ESPN three three seven three seven seven six. We'd love to hear from you. I think it's pretty clear at this point we hate Sean Green, we hate Dustin Keller. Yeah. <laughs> we like the receivers maybe a little bit more in this one. I still think Plaxico Burris is the guy to own on the Jets side of the as football. As long as Sanchez is going to be that inaccurate, yes, I would rather own Plaxico Burris. He's, he's simply a bigger target. And then, God forbid, you have to start anybody from the Bills team. <laughs> God forbid. Ryan Fitzpatrick, for his PP arm, needs to go to Planet Fitness. That's where we go to get rid of our PP arm. <laughs> after, 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 the, after these Thanksgiving meals that I had... This uh, past week, I need to, I need to get back to yeah, Planet Fitness. I feel, I, I feel more like a Jello arm. <laughs> the ab coaster. Ab so coaster. we have the prototype ranked as our number one quarterback this week. For people who don't, I'm, I don't even know why I have to introduce him as anything <laughs> other than the prototype. But this is Cam Newton. Who else might you have been talking about? I, I'm not even sure he could have been referring to. There is nobody else. <laughs> There's no one. So he has a terrific matchup at the Colts. This is uh, one of the best matchups you can ever dream of for for a quarterback. Uh, we also like Jonathan Stewart in this matchup for for a big for a big nice game because it's a great run matchup. Great run matchup, yeah, for sure. D'Angelo Williams might have a decent game too. There, just a lot of action to go around for everybody. Well, th- I have an interesting question in this game. This is I'll defer to the Trashman on this one. I am in a bind and I am looking for a flex play. I've, I had Toby Gerhardt on the wire, and I hate his matchup against the Falcons, but they say he's he's set for a full slate of touches this week. But I also had the option of picking up Joe Adai, who has practiced three times in a row here at the end of the week. Coming off a bye. But there's a little bit of unclear information, and I do like Adai's matchup against Carolina because we've seen the Kevin Smith, we've seen all this where Carolina Chris is, Johnson. Exactly. So... Trash man, I I would defer to you on this one. How do you feel about a die versus Gerhardt if you're in a in a pinch? And we're talking a die because we're talking Colts, uh, Panthers here. Well, here's the thing, Gerhardt, uh, for all intents and purposes, is going to be the second running back in that game. Percy Harvin, I think, is going to be taking direct snaps. He's going to be in the backfield. He's going to be making moves. He's he's going to be the playmaker there in Minnesota today. Um, so I honestly think Toby Gerhardt's going to be used, you know, to plug away a little bit, but you might see the same kind of action in the Indianapolis Carolina game with, you know, Donald Brown getting, you know, some of the short yarded situations, but I really think a is going to be the playmaker there. Even, oh, so e- Trashman e- likes a die. Have, have you seen what the beat writers have kind of been saying about? How this, you know, it's unclear how these guys are going to be used. Adai's been kind of going back and forth, acting like his hamstring's still a little sore, you know. And keep in mind, I mean, in in Indianapolis, I mean, they're creatures of habit, you know. So just go back to what you know coming off the bye. I think so. So you would go Adai. Okay. Well, that's great information for our listeners. Just, just, just in, in, in full discretion, you know, whenever Les, uh, whenever head coach, Vikings head coach Leslie Frazier this week was asked about the increased involvement of 
Percy Harvin in the offense as a runner or in these set packages, things like this. He said, no way, we're not using him like that. So that, to me, goes even more to Dorian's point <laughs> because that sounds like gamesmanship to me. There's no way that they're not going to involve him in a, in well, a larger Well, and keep fashion. in mind, I'm actually starting Percy Harvin as my third wide receiver. So do I want to diversify or do I want to try to lock up any touchdown that could could occur? Yeah, I would say that's diversify. Some, that's something to com- contemplate. Um, but again, we want to um, tell our listeners to, to go ahead and check on rosterwatch.com, see if a die is going to... Well, we're gonna have Start our live in- sure. our live injury blog this morning leading up to the game. So you're mm-hmm. definitely gonna gonna want to there uh, come there and visit that and check out our our latest injury news prior to the games. Help get your lineup set right. Uh, we also invite our listeners to go ahead and text us if you can't make a call this morning. Send a text three three seven ESPN. We got to win this messages. week. We only have two more weeks of the regular season. Uh, you guys, you guys want to move on to Texans at Jags? Well, we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk Texans and Jags. Texans at Jags after the break. Guys, we are streaming live at ESPNAustin.com. This is 104.9 The Horn, Austin's FM Sports Talk. Wake up, Austin! This is Roster Watch on 104.9 The Horn, ESPN Radio. We are talking everything you need to know for your fantasy football week. We are top eight in the world. Give us a call with your questions, 447-ESPN, or text us on the text line, 337-ESPN. We're going to get back to matchups. Uh, we have next up, what do we got, Byron? Well, since uh, we're right here in the heart of Texas, let's talk a little Texans at Te- Jags. Oh, Texans-Jags. Even after the loss of the match shop, the Texans are in position to steer that ship to the playoffs, hopefully. Uh it's their opportunity this year to do it, so they don't want to lose this opportunity. And they're today in a big division game at the Jags. Uh, Jags have been playing tough defense. We expect Arian Foster to get a ton of touches today. A ton of touches. And and potentially open the door for, unfortunately, I play against him today, Ben Tate. I'd hope that he doesn't do too much. Ben Tate's been awesome. Unfortunately, I'm very, I'm a little bit nervous. He's gonna, he has a chance for maybe like a ten point game today as well. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the trash man will tell you better than anybody because he likes keeping his eye on some of these, some of these undervalued bottom feeders. But Ben is, Tate's is, been, a, is he undervalued anymore? Well, I would say as far as the, as far as yeah, I mean, he's a guy who should be owned in all leagues. He's a he's a legitimate number two running back. I'll tell you who undervalues him is Yahoo. They're only projecting him at three points in their well, stupid projections. Well, they act like donks. That's why we beat them week after week after week after week. So, do you think? What about this whole liner situation? You see him being a big step down from Shaw. Well, he certainly has a PP arm. It's PP. <laughs> but, I mean, I was looking at it. I, w- I was looking at Schaub's stats this season. He's only has two games over 300 yards. To me, he's been more of a game manager, and I think that's the kind of role that Liner can come into. And, you know, as long as he doesn't throw too many picks, as long as he doesn't throw the ball too much, he doesn't have to with the running game that he has. Uh, he should be Here's able what I to worry about with Liner, maintain the course. Is that there's six games left. It's a long, that's a lot of time for him to manage. So a lot of time for him to screw something up. <laughs> yeah. And and the Titans are staying close. They're staying in it. So but either way, you got to still think the Texans are the front runners uh, with that defense and run game. So somebody else were low on, just like, just like we were real low on Ray Rice on Thursday night, and that turned out to be just right. We're really low on MJD right. this week. And he's been a solid rock, and you can, you can, 
chalk him up probably for 25, 25 30, 30 touches this game. Uh, but we probably don't see a lot of upside against the Texans. Defense has been very good against the run this year. Yeah, uh, over the course of the last five weeks. And you can find all this information about our matchups on rosterwatch.com. Go to the matchup tool. It's, it's one, of the, one of our most popular uh, weekly posts besides the garbage grab that the trash man does. But it, it's, you know, over the last five weeks, it's the second worst matchup against opposing runners. It is NJD. He is a model of consistency. But that being said, in, you know, he's a guy that has an eight to nine point floor usually. We think he's going to be a little bit closer to his floor than he is to his upside this week. And then we hate any wide receiver from the Jaguars. I li- I literally, the literal definition of the word hate. That's how I feel about these guys. <laughs> but speaking, of, crap shoot speaking sure. of receivers, we do have the return of Andre 3000, right? Andre yeah. Johnson coming back for the Texans. His ball, the football is he's going to be catching is going to have a little pee-pee on it. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 see, I see it kind of like, you know, a Sanchez Plaxico connection, you know, and just as long as Lina throws that ball up to him where he can catch it, he should be able we to pull down We see Andre Johnson as a, as a solid number two moving forward. Ob- obviously, if you've held on to him this long, he's going to be back in your lineups this week, and we feel like, you know, unless you're you know, unless you're in a league that can only start one wide receiver or something like this, and you have, you know, and you already have a, you know, Roddy White or something, then you're going to have him in your lineup, and we feel like he should be in your lineup. He's a number two wide receiver moving forward with huge upside for the being being the best. So you know, we'll you know what else should be in your lineup? Ten Oak, I know it. Ten Oak, I already it's knew what he was going to talk it, about. Hey, I could see it, it. I could see the twinkle in his eye. It, every time we talk about it, we get a little twinkly. <laughs> It must be the Pop Rock Teeny. Well, it could be that. It could be the $5 craft beer and burger special. Tin Oak is where we go hang out every Monday night. It's a, it's it's Austin's, of course, largest whiskey bar. Texas's largest whiskey bar. They have a drink there that they put this ice cube in it. And then I don't know. It's more of a Bi- it's it's more of a Byron to order this. Yeah, thing. it's very sophisticated. It's, it's not <laughs> yeah. it's not for bring everybody. Your, bring your smoking jacket. Yeah. It's kind. Of, it's it's one of these places that they they get all the games on 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 Monday night. They kind of turn it up real loud. The whole staff there is really cool. On Mondays, it's ten dollars, and you get an awesome you know huge burger, craft beer, uh, you know all all together ten bucks. It's the best deal in town as far as Monday nights, and it's where we hang out. It's Ten Oak. It's between Colorado and. Uh, it's on Colorado between oh, Fourth on Colorado and Fifth. Between Fourth, the and old Cuba Libre, great spot. Make it out. We'll be out there uh, every Monday night the rest of the season. Everybody, come check us out. So, what we're looking at now is a classic NFC West matchup. It is a bit of a snoozer, but there's <laughs> plenty. That's what I think of, of when I think of NFC West this classic. classic. This, this, the, kind of, the, kind of game, the, the kind of game that makes you want to go to Home Depot and get some work done around the house. And you, you wish Jim Nance was commentating <laughs> so you could get a nice nap in. But anyways, we got the Cardinals at the Rams. There are some nice fantasy implications here. Um, we really like Steven Jackson, and then we feel like this could be a big rebound game for Beanie Wells. Uh, we also absolutely love Brandon Lloyd, who's been averaging over 12 targets a game in his first five games with the Rams. It can only get better with more time uh, with Bradford. and uh, In that system. In that system. And even though Patrick Peterson looks like an absolute stud, he hasn't turned into a lockdown corner just yet. He's more of a big play guy. Big play yeah, guy. He's looking, for the, he's looking for those INTs. He is. So Lloyd, if Lloyd can ever get one of these games to just be a multi-touchdown game, he's very close to turning in a monster here pretty soon. So we like him. And then 
Larry Fitzgerald, he's Larry Fitzgerald. He's got a great matchup. He's their go-to guy. Uh, I think we're loving both of them. Is there anybody else that y'all like? Maybe the famous poet. We were high on <laughs> the him. The famous poet of our time, <laughs> contemporary author and political mind, Larod La Stevens Howling. He's going to put some pen to paper today. We think, <laughs> we think he might turn in like a six or seven pointer, so he could yeah. be a good spot flex play. He could Desperation play. You know, with with Beanie Wells, he's he's... The people who have been close to the organization and the people at practice say he has looked like he has gotten his burst back. And he's been complaining a little bit about the lingering knee issue, but whenever somebody says that anybody has their burst back against uh, going against the St. Louis Rams, it is that's a fast track that they run on there. And you know you gotta like Beanie, you gotta like Beanie a little bit this week with that news. Yeah, yeah. I mean, last week against San Francisco, that game was a little bit deceptive well, in that Wells only got eight carries. Uh, so a lot of people who were kind of worried about you know his performance after that week. It's the 49ers. Look what they did to Ray Ray. Look look what they've done to the last 33 people they've gone against. True, true. Take a leap of faith, Beanie Wells. If you got him, you got. I mean, this is your one of your weeks. You can have a chance to love him and, and roll him if you got yeah, him. Yeah, he should he should do pretty well. Um, something we touched on a little bit earlier when I was asking Dorian the Trash Man about the Toby Gerhardt situation is we have Vikings at Falcons today. Um. In a game that should shape up for a big win by the Falcons, for some reason I have a sneaky suspicion it's not quite going to go like that. But uh, it never does. It, it never, never does. does. Julio Jones uh, is somebody that looks like he is going to go. That was fairly questionable early in the week. This is a great matchup. So if you've had him on your bench and uh, you don't have anybody else you're just loving, other than that, I would definitely get him in your lineup this morning. If you're a Percy Harvin owner. Which I am. <laughs> thanks, this, to you, thanks to you, trash man. <laughs> Makes me feel a little better about the Reggie Bush draw. Do what you got to do. Um, he's one of these guys who, you know, he's he's been consistent all season, but I think the floodgates might open up this game. They're going to put him in the backfield. He's going to be playing wide receiver as well. He's going to be he's going to be an all around playmaker. I think he's going to play quarterback too, right? <laughs> he probably. And, and I know they're short at defensive back, so he might be back there. Yeah, too. man. Antoine Winfield's out. They might just have him play on both sides. You know, as far as for me this week, I love Matt Ryan at home. Uh, he's been a guy who's been hard to depend on. You know, all season. If you're an AP owner, if you're one of these guys who's strapped, who has to be starting Toby Gerhardt, I would just say that you know he's going to get the carries, but I would say temper your expectations. Atlanta kills runners, and they're one of the toughest matchups there is, especially at home. So. And we got to give a lot of love to Tony Gonzalez. He's been really, really He's been terrific so this good. year. He's been so good. He's got another good matchup. So um, we're liking that one. And then uh, I'm looking at our producer here in the window. He's got his he's got his Chargers jersey on. So that can bring <laughs> us to Broncos Char Chargers, which actually is a big big game in the AFC West. It's he doesn't, he doesn't yet know how we feel about Philip Rivers. We'll, we'll talk to him well, later. Philip Philip Rivers kind of likes to kind of likes to act like he wants to take his toys and go home sometimes. <laughs> but uh, so I mean, this is a big game just because the the Chargers have lost five in a row. Can you believe it? And uh, the Broncos have been Tebowing for a couple of weeks, <laughs> and, That's true. and uh, they're both still in a tight division race. And there's six games left, so you just really can't afford to lose this game. Uh, the game's in San Diego, so you got you like them to rebound a little bit. But man, those the Broncos' defense, Von Miller has looked Woo! terrific. Champ Bailey's been been back to his old self. And this Champ year. Bailey shuts down Vincent Jackson. He did in week four, uh, he, he, or I guess week five. Um, as far as 
Denver, though, they're actually giving up the six most points to fantasy wide receivers this season. So since Malcolm Floyd will be out, I like Vincent Brown today to have a big day as I feel like Bailey will be locking down on VJAX. If you got Vincent Brown, roll the dice on him in your flex or your wide receiver three. I think he's going to get you at least a touchdown on 75 yards. We're going to come back, and what we're going to do is we're going to tell all our listeners who is the absolute money in the bank in the rest of these matchups today, guys that are just can't miss fantasy these prospects. These are the you big matchups coming up. Pay attention. The big matchups coming up. We are streaming live at ESPNAustin.com, folks. This is 104.9 The Horn, Austin's FM Sports Talk. And AM 1260. Welcome back, fantasy footballers. Good morning. It's NFL Sunday. We love it. Once again. We are Roster Watch, and we're giving you the best picks to get your team in the playoffs. And you got to win this week. you got to win. I'm here with the co-founders of RosterWatch.com, Dorian Whoopi Goldberg, the trash man Colbert, here to my right, <laughs> and Alex, the local celebrity Dunlap. Been making music for years, and he goes to straight music. To get everything he needs. I sure do. To make that music. Yep. Speaking of, this is some beautiful music. That's some music to my ears. That's the sound of money. One of my favorite bands ever, Pink Floyd. One of my favorite bass lines ever. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's Alex, you're a bass player. Just, it's just kind of one of those dub lines that you play with a pick. It is a little dub. I yeah. like it. A little groove. Anyways, we're about to put money in all of our listeners' bank this morning. And we're going to finish going over some of these matchups. Talking about... Just can't miss players. Guys, That if you've got them on your team, you need to get them in your lineup. If you have them in your lineup, guys, you can count on this week to come through in the clutch to help make your playoff run. Uh, we're going to start in Oakland today. Uh, we're going to talk Bears at Raiders. Great game. Jay Cutler broke his thumb last week. He's out. Caleb Haney <laughs> is in. Who's money in the bank in this game? Well, for me, for me... I'm gonna go with, uh, you know, I'm gonna go with Matt Forte. Uh, I feel like Matt Forte is money in the bank. He is there. Mike Martz has said this week that they're gonna make him the focal part of the focal point of this offense moving forward. Um, to me, that says no more of this getting away from the dumping the passes off to him, getting him away from the carries as they have been for the last two weeks. They're gonna get him back in short order, and the Raiders are a great are a great matchup against opposing runners. I like, on the other side of the ball, same position. It's an easy pick. It's got to be Michael Bush. With all the with all the injuries that are there at wide receiver in Oakland, you don't really know who's going to step up today. We do know that the Raiders are going to lean heavily on Michael Bush in this matchup. If each, point, if each fantasy point was worth $1, <laughs> I think that Michael Bush is like putting about $20 in your bank account today. Yeah, well, tough matchup, but he's getting all the action. If history tells us anything, it tells us that they don't really miss McFadden that much. They're going to let him get completely healthy because Michael Bush has been nothing short of spectacular. One other guy in Chicago who I think you can actually kind of depend on it as a flex play. It's going to be Marion Barber. He has been money. Touchdown. Money. He's been one of the guys who's been helping us kill these running back ranks because people are consistently undervaluing him. He's averaging seven points a game over the last three games. And if, if, if you go back four, it might even, it might even be higher because four games ago is the, he, he did have another touchdown. Well, so. and he, at this point, he's at, at more than a 50% chance of scoring a touchdown. Every I think week. it's pretty clear. And this, 
Could, with the Raiders a little short on offense, this might come and turn into a little bit of a duke it out game. Chicago's defense is maybe going to have to step up a little bit, and if that means a lot of carries. That means Marion Barber's going to be getting some work too. So we like that, and if you've got him, I'd, I'd, I'd get him in at a flex spot. So we're staying away from all wide receivers on both parties of this game? Well, yep. just so our listeners should know, Denarius Moore is very, very, very unlikely to go for the Raiders today. He was still in a walking boot as of Wednesday night and didn't participate in any team drills or even limited participation in practice all week. Uh, Jacoby Ford still uh, still hampered with the injury. So it looks like the... I guess what is it, Byron? Is it going to be like Ch- the Chaz Shillings and Lewis Murphy show? Well, it's going to, we're going to turn back the clock about a year or two, and we're going to see a little more Chaz Shillings, a little more Lewis Murphy. These guys are good, and because I think, even Darius Hayward Bay is a little bit dinged up. Hayward Bay is coming off the sprained neck and quote unquote mild concussion. If that those sounds can like be a mild bad combo, yeah. So you like those, and then uh, I mean. Kevin Boss, I think, too, against that uh, cover two defense that tends to be a little soft in the middle. I think uh, he he might be a good play as well. Yeah, we'll talk about him a little in the garbage crab. That's right. In our next segment, we next will get segment's in, garbage. We will grab. be getting trashy like that. Um, I guess while we're talking, we've been talking so much AFC West, and another game to go to see if there's any money that we can put in our banks would be uh, the big Sunday night game, the Steelers at Kansas City. I know, I know that we have Richard Mendenhall ranked higher than many other experts on the FantasyPros.com expert consensus. So we do here at Roster Watch consider Richard Mendenhall money in the bank this week. Hey, I love Mendenhall this week. He's a guy who I, I think it was probably three or four weeks ago we were at our rankings meeting that we go to. It, it used to be on Saturdays, but now we have to bump it up to Wednesdays to get our rankings in for the Thursday games. But Dorian said to all of us, we need to change our opinion on Mendenhall <laughs> because the fact is he started out terrible and we kind of hated the way that he danced around. There were all these Isaac Redmond kind of swindles, all this unhealthiness. Now he's, he's, he's getting better. He's doing well. He's starting to have the monster games that a lot of his owners would have hoped that he would have had. And, you know, going into KC, a team that's reeling, we feel like Pittsburgh's going to get up. They're going to pound it with him. This this is going to be a big game for Mendenhall. I feel like he's money in the bank. A money in the bank pick for this game on the same team, Antonio Brown. There are people oh. in the organization that are saying that Antonio Brown is already better than Mike Wallace. Yeah, they're, they're, I was reading the same thing. People are also saying he might be faster, which to me blows my mind. But it's... Well, got, he's been on. He's been on, a, he's been on a streak. He certainly is. If he's not the number one, he certainly is the number two. It's not Heinz Ward anymore. It's Antonio Brown. And well, he's one of those guys you drafted with high hopes. He's just so hard to hold all year. And somebody else has probably got him now in your league, and he's been real good for him. Yeah. And he's definitely you know going to be somebody you're going to want to play today and most of the rest of the way. I would think. He's hey, but if you, if you want a little action in that passing game. Jericho Cotter is a guy that you might want to take a gamble on. Oh, a little bit of trash is a little bit of trash is kind of seeping into this segment from the from, from the trash man <laughs> you coming got the, up. You got that flex spot open. Right. You might not write that check until you've actually made the <laughs> deposit, though. Yeah. Right? That check could clear. Yeah, yeah. it's cleared the past few weeks. Well, and then since we're here in Austin, I mean, we loved watching the uh, the VY action last week. You know, seeing him get—he's a winner. A, he, he's a winner. Say he, what you will. He did his—he t- did his Tim Tebow impression without the 
Tim Tebow part of is it. Is he doing a Tim Tebow impression or is Tim Tebow doing his VY impression? Because VY was doing it a lot, a, a lot, a long time before. Well, whatever Tebow it is, whatever game. it is, it results in winning and going to going to Pro Bowls as a rookie. So whatever it is, the both those guys should keep it. And up. the the Patriots, I know. So this is the this is the uh, this is an afternoon game today, and I know the Patriots are a pretty good matchup for for fantasy quarterbacks points allowed. So. I don't know if we can put him in the money in the bank category, but we do like Vince Young this week. We have him uh, ranked pretty high. Right. We don't we don't have anything on the matchup tool for how teams rank against aliens. <laughs> you know? We could so always go know. back and see if they've played uh Calvin Johnson. John, yeah, yeah, or Calvin Cam Johnson Newton, or Cam and those Newton. are the only right. two other aliens the, in this league. That's your best you know, sample size. As far as my money in the bank for this deal, my money in the bank is always going to be Shady McCoy. He is unbelievable. I love him. He catches the ball. He's the perfect back in uh, he's the perfect back in an Andy Reid system. I feel like he's going to have at least a touchdown and he's going to have one of these games with uh you know triple digit numbers uh, combined between receiving and rushing. My money in the bank this game. It's reluctantly because I'm an Aaron Hernandez owner. Uh Rob Gronkowski. Ian Jimmy Graham are lapping the tight end field right now. It's not even funny. I think Aaron Hernandez is a solid play. He's you know, he's a tight end one, but Gronkowski's just playing out of his mind right now. I think he I mean and it's kind of it's kind of affected the way that Wel- Welker has performed fantasy wise for people. He's he's having a little bit of a mid late season. Welker dropping here, off he? the Jerry Rice pace. It's pretty hard to maintain when you're not Jerry Rice. <laughs> pretty, hey, real hard. Real hard. Even when you got Tom Brady. But do you guys think that doesn't Aaron Hernandez, isn't he due to have one of these weeks wherever he just gets to go off? Yeah, I mean, I, I, think, like he's, I think he's a good play. This week. I like Hernandez this week. Last week the game was deceptive. You know, Hernandez didn't have a huge game fantasy-wise, but if you look at the targets and you look at, the, you know, he had a he had a touchdown reception uh, that was dropped. He, he, he got looks in the end zone. I think he's a guy that... You can rely on this week. One thing to keep in mind regarding Philadelphia is that they are 28. They are the, or I'm sorry, it's like basically the fourth worst matchup for tight ends over the course of the season and the second worst over the course of the last five weeks. So you might want to downgrade some of your expectations for Take both of these Take into account guys. some, but those, that's the Patriots go to guys, and there's no matchup that you worry about with Tom Brady too, too sure, much. You know sure. what I mean? Hey, and looking like uh, Ocho Cinco's out this week, so they might, they might rely on those tight ends even more. I thought he was out the whole season. <laughs> do you know? Do you know who I rely on is straight music. Anytime I need anything musically, this is where I go. Straight music has two locations. Their north location near Lakeline Mall and their south location at Ben White and South Lamar. It's a, like a huge superstore of musical awesomeness. It's 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 and it's very hard to miss, but just because it's that big and that cool does not mean that it's a big box store like any of these places that sell you the garbage that you're going to get at a place that reminds you of like a Walmart if you go there to buy music, if you know the kind of places I'm talking about. These places, they mishandle their products. Their their staff acts like idiots. They don't know what they're talking about. They sell you garbage. Straight Music is Austin's only authorized Yamaha dealer as far as pianos. That should tell you something. The fact that they've been in town for 48 years, over three generations, in the live music capital of the world and have remained a hub of our music community here in town. I am a musician here in town. That's how I make my living. Dorian is a musician here in town. That's how he makes. <laughs> that's how he makes the, the, whatever he needs to pay for his rent there in the, the trash can. But we, we, 
one thing that we all he agree need on. Much. And w- one thing that we all agree on is that straight music is where you go to buy a musical instrument because musical instrument is an investment, and at straight music they are going they're going to take care of you. Visit their two locations here in Austin, or visit straightmusic.com. You know who else is going to take care of you? Roster Watch. Give us a call. 447-ESPN-447-3776 or text us. Call us. Make some music with ESPN. us. We're going to make fantasy football music for you. Well, hey, somebody, just speaking of the of the of that Eagles game, and this is we're going to get to the garbage grab here in the next segment, which everybody has to listen to because Dorian, Dorian has always got a gym in here. the trash man has been money. Yeah, he has. Somebody I was surprised to not see in the garbage grab that I was totally expecting to see this week was Riley Cooper. Why is he not in the garbage grab this week? Why is, is he not trashy enough? Yeah, that's that was that was my take on it. Uh garbage grab, it's for that's for the true trash connoisseur. It's for, <laughs> it's for the it's for the, it's for the players gonna sift through that garbage. It's gonna kinda sift through it, kinda say, Oh, this garbage smells a little bit kinda nutty with a little bit of a you know, a little bit of a diaper <laughs> essence to it. Maybe some onions. Yeah, yeah. I don't really see, I don't really see Cooper as a, as a trashy player this week. I think he's pretty legit. Um so, so do you like him more than Toby Gerhardt? I do. You got this whole Toby Gerhardt. Do you like thing him more mind. than Do you like him more than Joe Adai? It depends. I got a lot of trash to <laughs> trash to sift through when I get home. Hey, but hey, we we don't know, we don't know how Steve Smith is going to you know show in this game. He's start he's starting to get looks too. So this is this is this is some this is something we're gonna have to watch today. He's gonna be convicted of espionage. They said he's already <laughs> talking about going back to the Giants next year. They sure could use him. They're talking about shipping Manningham because he's a malcontent that's too inconsistent and getting Steve Smith with his bum knee back. And I'd be I'd be a malcontent if I kept dropping all those balls too. <laughs> well, we're gonna come back. We're gonna talk talk garbage grab. Anybody who's in a pinch like I am where you're shuffling between Toby Gerhardt. Riley Cooper and Joe Adai <laughs> Any other for player. Spot. I mean, it's just a terrible nightmare. Po- poet and contemporary author of our time, Leroy Stevens Howland. Most of us, most of us need help with this type of trash garbage grab, and so the guy that we use to help us is Dorian Colbert. The Roster Watch Trash Man. This is Roster Watch brought to you by RosterWatch.com. We're streaming live at ESPNAustin.com. This is 1049 The Horn, Austin's FM Sports Talk. And AM 1260. Austin, Texas, we are back. This is Roster Watch here with Alex Dunlap, the master of hype and local celebrity status, <laughs> fantasy football expert, and the Roster Watch, our very own trash man. He's as trashy as it gets. He's a freegan. He gets by for free. Hey, freeganism is alive and well in Austin, Texas, and there is no one, no one who exhibits this lifestyle. He is the po- <laughs> he is the poster child. Poster child. He's 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 been on a couple posters as far as being a, as far as being a drummer too. But yeah. Well, speak of the devil. Look who's pulling up. It's the big it's, nasty. Oh my goodness! It, it smells like a it smells like a, a file cabinet full of stool samples. What, what is that lump of brown what, bouncing around what, on the top? What, what's going on here? He's in his blue jumpsuit, his yellow gloves. He comes on Sundays, ladies and gentlemen. It is the rosterwatch.com trash man. 
Happy Thanksgiving, folks. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving to you, Dorian. I hope you have a lot to be thankful for. <laughs> I have a lot to be thankful for. Uh, did you keep enough leftovers to last you about six months? <laughs> <laughs> He's got them freeze packed. Uh, I, 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 I don't have to go to the grocery store for at least for at least at least two months. Nice work. Three man. three might be a stretch. Nice Anyways, uh, so I got your garbage picks for this week. You know, picks are kind of slim after Thanksgiving, but I'm going to go first to Buffalo. In that running game. With the unfortunate loss of Fred Jackson last week, you know, there's been a serious void left there in Buffalo. CJ Spiller, he's the first up to fill it, but I don't really like him that much, and I don't think the Bills do either as an inside running back. I like the rookie, Johnny White. And to a lesser extent, to Shard Choice. Uh, but let me let me tell you a little bit, you know, just about how much I like Johnny White. I think, you know, he got kind of he got hurt. Early in the season, in the preseason, uh, so he hasn't. He hasn't. You know, he's he's only really played in one game, if you want to call it that. But I think he's the kind of you know a little bigger body back who can kind of you know make waves there in Buffalo, especially with Spiller not really showing much in the opportunities that he's gotten at, uh, to be a prime time ball carrier there in Buffalo. You know, they picked up the star choice, but when you know he. He he was in Dallas, you know. He kind of fills it out there. He was in Washington for what a week. Yeah. Um. So I'm not I'm not too stoked on him. Johnny White's a guy that I look to kind of step up and maybe take over that spot. Chan Gailey likes C.J. Spiller as a wide receiver. So it's just like you know, it's obvious he's not a fit. You know, he's not a he's not a real fit in that system. I I agree with Dorian, but hey, Johnny White, you're 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 getting kind of deep into the trash real early here. I'll be interested to see where this. Goes. I think the smell of this trash is starting to bring some of these callers out. Yeah, it's like a catfish. Who we got on the line there? <laughs> Ernie. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's oh, up, Big Ern. What's up, Big Player? Hey, nothing, man. I just wanted to get a quick take on uh, who you guys like. Uh, Brandon Jacobs or Beanie Wells, I just wanted to get that one quickly in during the Trash Man segment. I don't want to disrupt any uh, digging digging through dumpsters, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a definite dumpster dig going on here right now, Aaron. We have Beanie Wells ranked way far ahead of, of, of Brandon Jacobs. You're going to want to get Beanie Wells in your lineup. Yeah, I'm, I'm biased, but Beanie Wells, he's going to be your guy. He's, okay. got, he's got big upside this week, Ernie. And the tiptoe burglar man, unfortunately, I got to put him in my lineup this week. And he has a great, he has a great matchup, but he's been just terrible. He hasn't been able to burglarize anything. I visualize that every time you say that, man. It's hilarious. He can't break into the end zone and rob anybody for anything. Yeah, and plus, and, and plus Danny Ware has been been just been uh, stealing some of those looks. But yeah, Beanie's right, Be- Beanie's your guy, Ernie. Get back to bed, Ernie. Oh, thanks, Ernie. That's Let's get great. back to the trash. <laughs> you know, another running back that, you know, I was high on earlier in the week was Monterio Hardesty, you know, because he's coming back from injury. But, you know, late-minute news, Peyton Hillis looking like he, you know, has a 50-50 chance to play this game. So, in lieu of that, I got Joe McKnight of the Jets oh, well, making, he- making a repeat appearance on the garbage grab. Great call last week. Well, Danny and Tomlinson is not going to be playing. This is why you need to listen. You would have known to start Joe McKnight last week for 12 points. He's going to be backing up Sean Green. But if Sean Green, if his play is... <laughs> That's terrible. If, if, if there's any Sean indication Green. of uh, what his performance is going to be like this week, I think McKnight's going to be a guy that you can roll with and you know, to get 
a nice little little nugget of trash out yeah. of one that's worth a little something. A decent flex play. Uh, another another guy that I like this week is Aurelius Ben, wide receiver for the Buccaneers. Uh, the Buck staff had recently stated that Ben would be a greater focus in the offense, and they proved their intent. You know, he had a five catch, seventy five yard game last week, and I think he has the talent to keep it up. You know, if Freeman can, you know, throw a throw a spiral once in a while, he should be able to get it to Ben. He seems to love him. You know, you told me about him last week. I was keeping my eye on him last week. It was true. He, the, he I think he was targeted. What was he targeted like seven times? Caught, caught, caught five of those balls, seventy-five yards. You know, he's a he's a good play moving forward. He's got a great body. He's fast. You know, I yeah. Like you him. you like Mike Williams. You know, he's their go-to guy. But he's you know he's he's owned in your league. Obviously, Preston Parker. You know, he has good games here and there. But I think Ben has the ability to stretch the field, the ability to make the big play. I think he's got a lot of upside there. Another guy who I think has a lot of upside, another wide receiver, is Brad Smith, wide receiver of the Bills. He's actually a quarterback. By by training, but but they put him in there wide receiver, and he makes big plays with Donald Jones lost for the year, you know, and C.J. Spiller actually having to go back to running back. Roosevelt out. <laughs> the Bills need playmakers there at wide receiver, and Smith has shown that he's capable of that role, you know, in short stints. I think with more opportunities, he could be a guy uh, who you could you know possibly depend on. Can I ask you a question about Brad Smith, trash man? Sure. Well, do you think that it might be a little bit of this Percy Harvin thing like we were talking about in Atlanta? We haven't really heard anybody talk about that and bring it up like that, but it seems like Brad Smith's the kind of guy who, you know, previously, even in his NFL career, they brought in wildcat packages as a runner with direct snaps, things like that. Do you see him, did that factor into your decision to put him in the garbage grab? Do you think he might get involved in those ways now that Fred Jackson's out? Well, the the biggest factor was that, you know, Spiller had been playing as a wide receiver, you know, for the past <laughs> right. couple of games, right. you know, and that was with Donald Jones in the lineup. With Donald Jones out of the lineup, Spiller having to go back to running back, they're going to need some playmakers out there. And, I, and you know, Brad Smith has shown that yeah, he can be a playmaker. He, he sure has. Again, he he used to show he was a playmaker against Texas sometimes. Yeah. We make plays at upper decks. Hey, big On plays. On a regular basis. Big, big plays. We make plays with with uh, stuffed jalapenos that are as big as footballs, <laughs> and I'll toss Byron a touchdown, and it will impress the very beautiful <laughs> He'll catch it in there. his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> things are getting weird. <laughs> I think Mike, we're about Mike Singletary's not hosting this show, <laughs> so they are at Barton Springs in Riverside. It's a great location. They've Easy got parking. A million TVs. The parking's great, even though it's in a prime spot of town. Parking is a non-issue. The food is great. Uh, we love the service and uh, the the beers they have on tap. I love the uh, I love the live oak beers that they have on tap. Yeah, there. And, and and a little secret, a little roster watch secret. There's a little there's a little uh, a little loophole in the matrix. You can order a drink called the Happy Meal, but it's not just one drink. You get a tall boy beer and a shot of your choice, five bucks. It's supposed to be an industry special, but just act as is. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be fine. Roll with it. Some other guys we're going to roll with in the garbage guy this week. Kevin Boss, tight end of the Raiders. Receiving core in Oakland is aching from injuries. And Palmer has to get the ball to somebody. You know, I think it might as well be Kevin Boss. He produced when he was in New York. I think he'll produce here in Oakland. Another guy I like, quarterback-wise, Tavares Jackson. 
Seattle's playing Washington this week, and while they've been a reasonably stout defense, Washington has this season. Over the last five games, the Skins have given up the eighth most fantasy points to quarterbacks in the league. Jackson looks to have recovered from his pectoral injury, so if you're in a bind, you could do worse at quarterback this week. And last up, in the garbage grab, I like the Atlanta defense. You know, They're owned in less than 35% of fantasy leagues, but they're one of the top defenses in the NFL. You know, they're run-stopping, they're pass-blocking. They should have a pretty easy time with Minnesota this week, especially since Adrian Peterson is sitting. I love that. I love having Tavares Jackson in the garbage grab. He kind of he kind of looks like Mike Vick sometimes with that number seven. We've been warming up to him. It's good to have him on there. We 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 see him uh, being having some value here down the stretch. Actually, ladies and gentlemen, we are Roster Watch. We're brought to you by RosterWatch.com. We're here with you every Sunday morning. So tune back in next week. My name is Alex Dunlap. I'm here with Byron Lambert and the Trash Man. Keep up with everything that we're doing at RosterWatch.com and follow us on Twitter at RosterWatch. We got the live injury updates going on this morning before the game, so make sure and go to RosterWatch.com and stay on track. Until next week, this is RosterWatch. See you.